0: Hello everyone and welcome to this instalment of Burridge and Tom Rambling On. My name is Tom and as always I am joined by my good friend Burridge.
1: Yes, hello, that is me. I hope you're all having an enchanting day. Let's have a look at our topics today, shall we?
0: In this episode we will be looking at the events of Reddit's r slash placed. I now own an iPad Pro. Flexing. And <laughs> Amazon attempting to rival SpaceX's Starlink. Let's uh, let's let's get into this, shall we?
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, so,
0: the, that time of year has come and gone again—the day where you can't take anything seriously—and when Reddit decides to run its annual social experiment, so Reddit has instead, in lieu of uh, April First pranks, Reddit has deci- Reddit has run social experiments previously. Previously, there, well, before they switched to social experiments, there was they replaced Reddit Gold with Reddit Mold for a day. <laughs> that was one. Um, the One of the most famous social experiments was the button, where if people didn't press the button after a certain amount of time, it would die or something. I'm not really sure. that oh. was thing. But everyone's favorite by a long shot was 2017's r slash place. So the way it worked was there was a thousand pixel by thousand pixel canvas upon which users can place one pixel every five minutes of, I think it was like... Eight colours at the time, obviously uh this time it was a bit different, but um, the aim is to determine what is in the current zeitgeist, what's popular in the now of of reddit in particular, um be it through memes, artworks, or just general disorganization, so or uh, previously on our slash place. <laughs> One of the most famous works was um, the Tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. That was uh, quite a big one. Um, the Rocket League logo featured quite prominently on the original R Slash Place. You know, it's it's an interesting snapshot of 2017. Well, they bought it back again. This time, um, they needed to quadruple the canvas size by the end of it because of just how many people were using it. It's really interesting to see how much bigger Reddit's active user base was this time around, comparatively. I mean, obviously a lot of it was still bots, but... um, Yeah, Tom spent a lot of time on place, Probably somewhere around 40 hours, um, either monitoring, building, or defending projects um it was a hell of a work yes yeah, spe- but it was a lot of effort to defend some colorful pixels
1: <laughs> i've never seen the uh 2017 ones so i've just found it have you not and it's i've weird got a poster
0: of it on my wall here
1: because they they've got the osu is still there yeah osu came uh GNUI linux was still there like they still managed to get one in the connection lost please wait attempting to reestablish rootscape yeah,
0: if if you look at the bottom of the previous one, it's Windows 95. Yes, there's this time. This time, time around, they upgraded to XP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they started off redoing the 95, but then I think someone in the project was like, hold on, this is an upgrade. We need to upgrade. So they went to XP. But,
1: but, but one um... other thing I noticed was uh, in the 2017 one, it just says unregistered hypercom. Yes. <laughs> Instead of hypercam. <laughs>
0: My, the post I have does have that edited to say cam I'm not going to put I'm just a hyper cum on my wall <laughs> Although one, one of the funny things is on the atlas or in one of like the, the closest to finished pictures I currently have of the project it still does say lttstore.com <laughs> so
1: but where, whereas the, this time round, like uh, the 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 total biscuit thing that Asmongold's community did was wonderful that was good um, it got destroyed a little bit towards the end there, which I'm sad about. But
0: it a lot of things it is did. It is. a lot of big art got destroyed. As much as I dislike how much space the French took up, the art they made in that bottom corner was
1: oh my god, actually
0: yeah. amazing.
1: Oh, the Anakin versus Obi Wan's death—they got managed to get a second one in.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. The Star Wars a lot of kind of nuts. Yes, in terms of yes, that. they are. What they do, but it was it was a fa- it was a great time. It was exceedingly stressful at times. I think it was the most diplomatic I've ever been with strangers on the internet. It's like we'd be working on a project, and I'd just start getting messages from various groups next to us, like "Yo, can we make like a defense pact or something?" Or it, like the stats, so oh.
1: subscribers. I'm not sure what that means in Reddit terms. On
0: the Wiki uh, people who are here. on a on a subreddit
1: so 228,000 were in 2017 any guesses for this one?
0: over a million and then some and then some, like 3 4. million? Point 6 million. six million. ouch that's a lot that is
2: crazy, so the experiment was then is... So
1: the first one doesn't really give stats. Oh, maybe it does. Over one million unique users edited the canvas on the 2017 uh, doesn't seem to be any
0: uh I do have the full stat set downloaded. Oh okay. But I haven't accessed it yet because it's in some sort of scuffed format.
1: Oh god! When
0: I say some sort of scuffed format, I mean it's in a Linux format that my Windows doesn't like. So
1: oh, is it? It's zipped.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's some form of scuffed zip. Uh, oh, oh yeah, you it's need a...
1: you need 7zip, man. That,
0: but... No, I tried opening it in 7zip and it just doesn't. Ah. Huh. Unsupported command does not work.
1: Must be scuffed then, because 7-Zip opens everything.
0: Oh, wait, no, uh, hold on. No, okay. So if I do it through a, very, through a very specific order of actions, it will open. But I'm not opening it because I'm fairly certain the size of the Excel file will crash my laptop <laughs> while I'm doing this. So I'll wait until after the podcast <laughs> to have a look. Um... But, uh, yeah, if you do want to follow more closely what I was up to, there is a write-up on taspeed.com. Yes, it's a very good Go write-up. Go have a gander. It's, yeah, I I wrote the write-up in, like, an hour on the train versus the 40 hours I spent actually placing pictures. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, we're, like, a week on from the event, and someone who worked with me is still, like, trying to get the video about it that they made rendered, so.
1: Oh, really? Their,
0: oh, their yeah. Premiere Premier Pro crashed, like, three times while trying to render. Well, that's just Premiere Pro. Um, that's, yeah, that's just Adobe for you. What do you expect? Just Adobe. Yep. Uh, let's move on to what has, what has Burridge bought this week.
1: Well, yeah, this is a change in format. Uh, <laughs> this is a
0: this yeah. is a bit of a switcheroo. We're, we're,
1: we're shaking it up here at Burge and Tom podcast. Um, <laughs> no, so I for a while now have been considering getting myself uh, an M1 chipped device. Um, I'm on motorway. Yes. Um, For writing or even just doing a bit of coding on the side, uh, because I now have a remote office desktop sort of setup I can use. And it'll be useful for when I'm away. Uh, So I was looking into how I wanted to do it. And I settled on the iPad Pro. Uh, Now, specifically, I'm talking about the iPad Pro 2021, um, which is the latest model for the Pro. Uh, I have got the 256 gig SSD or storage one, uh, which means it has eight gigabytes of RAM and an eight core CPU slash (laughs) GPU. So there's eight cores of CPU and eight cores of GPU. In a tablet, it's quite
0: mad, really.
1: It's insane. Uh, so the last episode, episode twenty of this podcast, was rendered using the iPad. Ooh. Um, luckily, nothing went horribly wrong with the render. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Uh, but no, it went quite well. I used a so. So for reference, my desktop is an eight thousand seven hundred K i seven with a gtx 1080 dated but still very functional um and it still renders things very quickly so i was quite shocked when my ipad pro matched it (laughs) 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 my ipad matched my desktop kind of yeah Yeah. (laughs) um you know, I certainly wasn't ex- because uh, the episode, what was the episode like? An hour and a bit. So my PC would probably take about 20 minutes to like get that fully because re- obviously it's only audio. Um, so to get it rendered. Um, I don't think render is the right term when it's just audio, but there we are. I uh, don't know what the correct term would be.
2: Um, encoded, maybe? I don't know. But either way the
1: ipad did the last episode in about the same sort of time if not a little bit less <laughs> um, so yeah so i had to i had to do it in a slightly different way because i record the podcast using obs because we're not in the same room start so i can't use something like audacity to run through several because i ideally i'd record this using audacity just straight up audio yeah however we're not in the same room on the same studio using the same computer with multiple microphone inputs audacity only lets me record using inputs and i can't record the output so i can't report i can't record tom speaking to me uh without without a lot of tomfoolery involved um which i'm not gonna bother doing so that meant i had to when i rend, i had to render each audio track separately on my pc um which i wouldn't normally do because waste of time and i won't do it for this episode really because it was just because i wanted to test out the ipad I then had to, I then stuck it in my iCloud storage and then I rendered it using the iPad from there. Um, Because I couldn't just take the MP4 file that I would have remaining from here and put it across. Wasn't liking it at all. Um, I rendered the two. Well, the thing is, I think the problem was as well, I wasn't using a video editor, I was using an actual sound editor, so it wouldn't accept Ah. an MP4 either. Um, Makes sense. So I used an app called Soundlab uh, to to edit. It was okay. Um, I'm so used to doing things on a desktop that I think if I was ever going to do that again, I'd want something like an iMac or something with macOS over iPadOS or iOS. Yeah. Um, But otherwise, yeah, I was just amazed by the fact that my tablet is as quick at rendering things as my actual full desktop PC is kind of crazy that we're in that, you know, we're in that day and age where my tablet is nearly as powerful as my desktop is in Your one tablet sense.
0: is one spicy boy.
1: Yeah. Well, you've got to think, it. 700k is six physical calls and 12 threads, whereas what I have here is eight physical calls. Yeah. So, you know, it's not far off. Um... And it's in a tablet. It's insane. And it's not exactly a thick tablet either, you know. It's not, not that chonky.
0: A thick boy.
1: No. I have complaints about it. Well,
0: of course. Um, <laughs> Nothing's perfect. Nothing is perfect.
1: Some apps on iPad OS, because I need to stress this, iPad OS is not iOS.
0: They have, all, they have similar letters, but they are not the same. iOS
1: is the phone OS iPad OS is for the, you guessed it, the iPads. And Mac OS oh, is goodness. for the MacBooks, the iMacs,
0: the MacBook Pro, all that sort of stuff. And all those other fun things. Yes.
1: However, iPad OS seems to fall behind on some things over my iOS counterpart, so my iPhone 12 in this case. My iPhone 12 lets me make all apps default to dark mode. Sometimes, regardless of whether they have dark mode on the app or not, iPadOS does not have that option. I can make my I can make my UI all dark and it's fine. But some apps don't support dark mode on iPadOS. One of them being Facebook. Now, obviously, that's not a big loss to me. It's Facebook, but
0: it's, oh, no. it's
1: still worth noting. However. Some apps are also the direct ports of their iOS counterparts, such as my PayPal, Instagram, and even aCast. Actually, oh, um, so I use the hey iPad girl. in landscape generally because I set it up like a notebook.
0: Yeah, that's how we- most people use a tablet, to be honest.
1: So, on those situations, um, if I was to open Instagram, I'd be viewing it as if I was on a phone right okay in landscape mode so it would just be in the middle with bars around the side um which is obviously not ideal when i'm in landscape mode yeah uh, it's just little things like that um and the thing is because of the hardware that's in this thing i wish i had the choice of selecting mac os or i or i or ipad os because this thing could just run mac os yeah the, pro- the problem is mac os doesn't support touchscreen.
2: Yeah, desktop uh,
0: OSs have traditionally been a bit annoying with touchscreen.
1: Yes, but then again, for me personally, I don't care because I'd rather not touch the screen over it like I'm doing now. Touch, touch, poke, poke. Um. So yeah, you know, it's a bit of a shame that the the you know the OS feels like it falls behind in some places where iOS you know, does all this ready um so you know out of the two i think i prefer ios yeah but the ipad os particularly for this tablet does have a lot of tricks when multitasking which obviously with the m1 chip i
2: could take full advantage of um and it's super
1: snappy super quick does what i want and just it feels so good to use um I'm hoping by the time we go to London I might be able to set it up in such a way that I can have it uh, be our actual recording device by plugging microphones as well because mm. we get a dock for it, you know so I'd be able to record yeah. and edit off of the thing as well um, yeah. so I'm very much hoping to be able to do that by the time we go to EGX and that
0: maybe some other projects
1: supportive. we may do because we're not that far from each other on the train
0: so a bit um, further away currently but, you know well, yes, true. But uh, generally Well I am most of the year, yeah. Yeah. Generally.
1: Um Definitely when you get your new place. Because you're you're moving in September, aren't you? Uh yeah. So when you when you get your uh, new place though. So.
0: I mean technically we're slightly further away because we're slightly further away from the train station, but Yes, yeah, okay, but I can live with that. <laughs> the place is nicer and you know Still yeah. you could just come up for the day and we can we can do some mini golf or
1: yeah, absolutely, yeah.
0: Some other interesting stuff, or like, we can meet halfway if there's something interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what there is interesting in Cornwall, but... Wow.
1: Yeah, we we can work something out. We can do some Burge and Tom days out vlogs. gold mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, another I fell in the mine.
0: <laughs> I like how even though it's going further south into Cornwall, it's... Don't go, fall one. down to... gold mine. <laughs> That's Yorkshire, son. That's... <laughs> That's not
1: right. Oh, dear. But yeah, that is that is my so far experience with the iPad Pro, which is generally, it's very good. And the, the, the sort of hardware they've got in the thing is amazing. Side note, if you get the one terabyte or two terabyte storage models, your RAM gets doubled to 16 gigabytes.
0: Ooh, baby. On a tablet. 16, that feels excessive, but then it has got a standard like computer processor in it so.
1: well the thing is it's also a pro tablet so it's generally yeah. for pros which is not me i admit like, i feel like i could have just got the macbook air
0: yeah to be, uh, if you'd have waited like a couple of weeks for the um for the new ipad air to come out
1: true but the thing is i didn't want a screen too small this is the 12.9 Very, inch uh, screen so it's about the same
0: size it, as my laptop
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's still a laptop size, but it's like really super skinny as well. Um, But then again, like I said, I could, if I was to look back, I would have probably gone MacBook Air. But then again, no, my luck, they're probably going to release another MacBook Air soon. So
0: Uh, a keynote scheduled for like September or something.
1: So I'm sure there'll be another MacBook Air. So maybe by the time I'm done with this device, I might, you know, trade in and go that way. But
0: we'll, we'll see what happens. We will find out when we get there. Alright, on to our next topic. Let's have a look. Oh, That's scrolled way too far up the document. Thanks, me. (laughs) Right, Amazon has announced launch partnerships to get its over 3,000 low-latency internet satellites into space. So, if you are a, a more regular listener, you will know that we have talked previously about Elon Musk's Starlink. Well, SpaceX's Starlink, it just happens to be Elon Musk's SpaceX. I'm not sure if that worked. My brain's currently struggling to comprehend what I'm saying. (laughs) This is going very well. But, uh, yeah. So it seems that Amazon is looking to get into the satellite internet game against Musk. It makes sense, given that Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is also trying to rival Musk in the launch platform game. So for those who don't know, Elon Musk, obviously, SpaceX, has the wildly successful uh Falcon 9 launch platform for space things um Blue Origin Jeff Bezos's company currently only makes um basically a space joyriding rocket that sort of takes you up to the edge of space so you can just tickle the outer atmosphere and then fall back to earth but they are working on a much larger rocket and um, with that, Amazon have announced that they will be partnering partnering with three separate launch platform providers to put their satellites in space. Ariane Space, a French company who are very well respected in the um, space community. In fact, it was a Ariane 5 rocket that put the James Webb Space Telescope up in space. Um, United Launch Alliance. Um, Again, another pretty powerful name in the in the area, um, and Blue Origin, of course, would make sense. Use your not your own, but kind of like your boss's equipment, basically. Even though he's not technically the boss of Amazon anymore, but Jeff Bezos and Amazon basically mean the same thing yes. at this point in time. So, yep, as I've mentioned, uh, so. What is particularly interesting to me about this as a little bit of a space nerd um, so Blue Origin is Jeff Bezos' company and the ULA rocket that they are planning to use for this the United Launch Alliance Vulcan is powered by the same engines that will be powering the new Glenn which is Blue Origin's rocket for this project and other projects. Um, which I thought was kind of interesting. I mean, obviously it's probably all part of a partnership deal like, oh yeah, you buy our engines and we'll throw you some business, kind of thing. But, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting, but at the moment, none of these rockets actually exist. They're, They're all in development. I think the furthest along is probably the ULA Vulcan. They are manufacturing parts for it, but... The engines are yet to be completed. And, you know, you can you can build the rocket, but if you ain't got the, the fiery bit on the bottom, it don't go up. That's the actual physics terms for it. The fiery bit make rocket go up. That's how science. Um, we don't know much about the New Glenn's current status because they're all holding it very close to their chest. And to my knowledge, Ariane Space have not even like started thinking about manufacturing their rockets, so... I don't know what's happening, but I thought this was interesting. The question is, though, and I've just realised I really cannot spell. uh, The question is, is this going to make low Earth orbit too cluttered? Because there's already like 2,000 Starlink satellites up there. And now Jeff's like, yeah, we're going to put another 3,000 up there. There's like a dystopian story about uh, a very cluttered low Earth orbit that basically makes humans trapped on Earth. Thank you, Windows, for that notification. Um, Like, is this going to... Are we going to end up trapped on this Earth by bloody internet satellites? Who knows? But I'm sure the uh, FCC
2: would say no. And
0: that is about it for our main topics today so let's move on to some mini topics speaking of Elon Musk, Elon Musk has secured a 9.2% which is quite a lot for how many shares stake in Twitter yep, time to
1: find a new platform uh, goodbye what?
0: Twitter, it was nice knowing you <laughs> literally I saw the news and was like okay cool um so that makes him, I think that makes him the single largest shareholder in Twitter. He owns roughly three times the shares of Jack Dorsey.
1: And Jack Dorsey stepped down as well, didn't he? He's yeah. Thing, just, he's I'm
0: just assuming he the kept board. his
1: shares, but he's still on the board, yeah.
0: Yeah, he'll still be on the board, but... At least I think he'll still be on the board. I don't know what the minimum percentage is for board membership. Because I think he only has like three... T- like. 3% of the shares I don't know yeah 2.4 billion US dollars was spent on this it was spent on the platform that Musk claims he hates because it's not free speech enough this is yeah. this is something that always kind of amuses me because um the idea of free well the American idea of free speech, as protected by the First Amendment, right, only protects you from the government censoring you it doesn't protect you from private companies
1: privately owned companies, and i've had this argument a lot over the years of running game servers and people yes. getting sad when I ban them um, <laughs> and then they get upset if I ban them because they have a point of view that is not agreeable with the general consensus um or so on, or they just say something that isn't nice, so I ban them um. And then I'm the bad person, and that I am stifling their free uh, their free speech. To which I then have to remind them that I am a privately run site, and therefore I am not governed by the free speech. Plus, we're I'm not, not even American. governed
0: by them. Yeah, we're not we're not even American. There is no free speech statute in British law. There is some in and sort of implied constitution, but how that stands up in court is beyond my area of understanding. Yes. Um so yeah the you know the stupid part is uh Musk violated um Securities and Exchange Commission laws by not disclosing his stake. I think it's after it goes over 5% right. you have to declare it or like after a certain amount or something. Um and he delayed that until he'd secured this nine point two percent stake, so but you know the absolute worst part is he's just gone and splashed all these billions of dollars. The fine is going to be like hundred like a hundred and fifty thousand. It's going to be yeah. minuscule
1: Yeah, you.
0: it's not a fine, it's the cost of doing business yep which yeah. it this is a whole other argument to get into, which we can do in a bonus episode, so oh, only our it's... patrons. Only yeah. our patrons get to listen to... Have to uh, suffer that bemoan one. ...bemoan this nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Join us
1: on Patreon for when uh, we release yeah. that sort of stuff. Uh,
0: so, and, of course, some Twitter staff, right, rightfully, I would say, um, have fears over what this means for the company. Now, the big question everyone wants to know is, will this mean Donald Trump's coming back to Twitter? Only time will tell.
1: I mean, 9.2 is a lot, but it's not a majority. So he doesn't actually...
0: No. Although one interesting piece of news that came out about, uh, around the same time is apparently Twitter are working on an edit button. Yes, I have heard about that. That means I can fix my spelling at last.
1: Yay! <laughs> I don't have to delete the tweet and redo it.
0: <laughs> Yay. I mean, I, to be honest, I barely like even consider spelling in my tweets.
1: Oh yeah, I don't. If yeah.
0: if you saw my one earlier announcing my newest blog post, it, I think they're just getting increasingly verbose. B- b- my announcement tweets. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just getting like lazier and lazier. I think, mate. Me, or not even like lazy. It's like, how do you even announce this? It's like, please go and read this. <laughs> Buzz. I thought I, I'm not very good at that kind of thing. But um, anyway. Yeah. Europe is taking on big tech. On the topic of large, powerful companies, strangely, Europe is ready to fight them. So, new European Union laws will force companies to allow their services to work with each other. This is quite big. Especially for Apple. Or especially against Apple. This is basically what the um, the whole Apple versus Epic Games thing was was trying to do. But um, these new laws will force things such as other app stores for Apple devices and, to a certain degree, um, Android devices. So, for example, they would have to allow you to install, like, the Google Play store on an Amazon Fire device, which is just a fork of Android. Is it even a fork or is it just a reskin? I think it's a slight fork. I think Because it's, like, all locked to the Fire Store, and you have to jailbreak it to put anything else on there. Which I tried and my Amazon Fire tablet is not happy about. <laughs> I just want to use it as, like, a fancy light switch. But, yeah. Um, companies failing to meet these requirements could be fined up to 20% of their global turnover. Now, that's a fine... That's not even like you can fudge the numbers and it's just 20% of global profit. That would be like 20% of their global cash flow, I think. So like how much money they just take in a year, like before before messing with it. Which is uh, you know, this is quite a big threat, especially to companies like Apple where they're annual trading is in the the scarily high billions a year. And uh, the most interesting part of this law, other than all the other stuff, is that it would allow the European Commission to impose bans on mergers of large companies. So, um, what would be a good example? Burrage, example. Think. Oh, no. (laughs) It'd be like if if Facebook and Twitter, one of them bought the other, it would ban that.
1: Right. Okay. So I wonder how that'll work with, uh, I mean, I'm assuming the law may not come in in time, but what would happen in likes of, say, Microsoft buying Blizzard Activision? I don't know if that would apply in this case. Because, I mean, both are conglomerates.
0: Yeah, I don't know, like, because they both operate in the European Union, but they're technically both American entities, so I'm not sure how that would work. But, I I mean, it would probably only affect future things anyway. So, like, it would be... Like here in Britain, when two com- uh, when two companies try to merge, and then the competitions commission goes, no, you're not actually getting the bin. Kind of like with Nvidia and ARM, there was wor- there was worries over that from the um, monopolies law people, not the game, the uh, the the you control everything, <laughs> Google. Huh. But yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens, whether the law actually gets passed, because at the moment it is just a proposal. But this could be very interesting. And uh yeah, that brings us on to our final topic for today. <laughs> Burrage likes this one. Tom just wrote it down. Uh Kingdom Tom Hearts <laughs> 4 has been announced. Yes. Burridge is pretty excited.
1: Three years after Kingdom Hearts three came out, which is a really short amount of time, considering it took them fourteen years between Kingdom Hearts two II and three. Admittedly, there was a lot of spin-off games, a couple of remasters on two different console generations,
0: but but uh, we won't we won't talk about that.
1: And 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 you know, Final Fantasy fifteen was in development for fifteen years, and that was uh, versus thirteen. At once upon a time, it wasn't even a mainline game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Am I hopeful that Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to come out while I'm still... Alive. Alive? No. If it does, I'll be very happy. Although the problem is I might be so old that I'll have a heart attack as it comes out. Which uh, is going to happen first? Which is going to happen first? I die? The Elder Scrolls- no,
0: The Elder Scrolls <laughs> oh. 6. Oh. oh or, GTA 6. GTA 6. Or Kingdom Hearts or 4. Kingdom
1: Hearts 4. <laughs> would have been a lot funnier if it was Kingdom Hearts 6, wouldn't it? 666. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would
0: have been. I mean, we've got what... But well, we've got...
1: surpassed three at least, which is something Valve, are Valve incapable
0: yeah. of doing. So literally, they get they up to two point two point two with with Half Life Two Chapter Two. You know what whatever. I'd like
1: to see from Valve on the topic of games? Not Half Life Three. I don't care about Half Life.
0: Sorry, Thank folks. You. Portal no, Three.
1: Give me a Portal Three.
0: I feel like that will come as a vr universe. thing but once they've got rid of like vr making you motion sick true yes so that'll come with like high super high fidelity screens that trick your brain into thinking you're actually there
1: because portal 3 would you know it just it would work Portal it yeah.
0: was just amazing
1: i need to play we should do a burgeon tom plays portal that'll be fun um yeah Anyway,
0: off to... Off to r- yeah.
1: Rambling on!
0: <laughs> rambling on. We're living up to the name.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. it looks to be in Unreal Engine 5, which considering Kingdom Hearts 3 took the step from their... Oh boy, so... Kingdom Hearts was originally on their own engine, whatever engine it was. And then when they remastered them, they put them over to Unreal Engine 4. And then when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, it was Unreal Engine 4 as a base. Now, three years later, they've already made the jump to go and do Unreal Engine 5. And it is insane. I sent Tom a picture uh, just before we started yeah, of like, the ending of Kingdom Hearts 3 with Sora. And then Sora from Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer. And how different it is in just three years.
0: It is quite concerning how quickly they've done that. I say concerning.
1: Well, what it tells me is that Kingdom Hearts 3 development ended and they went straight on to 4. Something tells me they went straight on to 4. (laughs) They were like, right, let's plan the next arc. Let's get it going. We don't want another 14-year wait. Like, yeah, no, come on. We're not, we're we're really, not we really we really don't want another 40. I I, <laughs> I I I if we have another 14 year wait, I would be in my 40s. 43 to be exact. <laughs> Damn, that's old. That's how old I'll be by the time Nelda Scrolls 6 comes out. Uh, <laughs> uh but on your bet, I like this. I feel like we should document this uh, should on document the podcast. It. Right, okay. I think, based on the fact we already have a lot of trailer and a bit of gameplay, I'm going to go Kingdom Hearts 4. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what year do you reckon? Oh, what year? Uh, 2024.
2: 2024. I, I'd say 2026.
1: Well, here's the other thing. GTA 6, I'm going to go with probably around the same sort of time. Maybe a little less. I don't know, because they've announced, they, they've yeah, announced they're have announced they working on it, haven't they?
0: We've seen the least out of GTA 6. So, like, we've yes. had an announcement and that's it. The Elder Scrolls 6, we've at least seen the title card at E3. Twenty four years things. ago. Yeah, God knows what. Um, <laughs> oh, damn it, that's a topic we should have covered. They've cancelled this oh, year's yeah, E3 again. No E3. Oh, well. There you go. There's your news, people. E3's cancelled. That's <laughs> all we need to know. And
1: nothing of value was lost.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, no, we can't do the late-night streams oh, again. Oh, the late-night streams ago, I probably can't, anyway.
1: God damn <laughs> work not. commitments. Yeah. Support us on Patreon, so I don't have work commitments.
0: <laughs> yeah, come on, we only need... Like a, th- a couple thousand of you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So my guesses would be Kingdom Hearts four on or around twenty twenty four, Elder Scrolls six twenty twenty six as a minimum. Um, mm-hmm. GTA six probably twenty twenty six to twenty twenty eight.
0: Fair enough.
1: But then again, I could be surprised. They may be really far in on GTA 6. Doubt it. Uh, but I highly doubt it because GTA Online is still making them that fat dollar. So GTA
0: 6 are going to be released as a paid DLC for GTA Online.
1: <laughs> yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, so, yes, there's my guesses. Kingdom Hearts 4 is rather ironically going to be the first one of the three. Did I say Elder Scrolls 4 then? No, uh, no it, so King I, Heart, I, I did think. say King Heart. Okay,
0: cool. Elder Scrolls Oblivion came out a you're long doing, time you're, ago. You're doing what, what I do and say something and then like, yeah. did so I just you, say that did right? Did I
1: say that? Uh, and then I think Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be 2026, so it's the second one to come out of the 3. And then GTA 6 will be the third one to come out of the 3. Maybe around the same time as Elder Scrolls, maybe just
0: after. Well, wow. It shall be Interesting. Oh yes. To see what happens. But that's for future Tom and Burrage to worry about. Hmm. So join us whenever these games come out to see what we think about. Them. <laughs> <laughs> uh and that is us all done for this episode of Burridge and Tom Rambling On. If you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, you subscribe to Burridge and Tom over on YouTube or follow our podcast on your favourite podcast source. If you really like what you've heard, then you can support us over on Patreon. If you want to get involved with the community, you can join our Discord. The links to all these and more are available over at com. As always, I've been Tom. And I've been Burrage. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next time with more nonsense. Goodbye. Goodbye.